0: Hello, my beautiful beanies, and welcome to The Bean for Wednesday. First with yesterday's news, I am Glenn ZB. We're looking back at Tuesday. Uh, we uh, meet a guy who was pepper sprayed. Uh, we'll keep talking statues because it's hilarious. And uh, Netflix takes a bit of a tumble, even though they've got millions and millions and millions of subscribers. Uh, but for any of that,
1: the, uh, the Helsinki summit. What did Le- Leighton think of it all? What did Trump say? Well, we all heard what he said. The part that, that a lot of people have latched onto was um, the, way that he has, um, the way that he has supposedly sided with Vladimir Putin over his own intelligence services. Do you really need reminding anybody that the intelligence services are doing their utmost to get rid of Trump? Look at what's been going on in the FBI. Look, look at what's been going on in the um, in the um, uh, Justice Department. And as for John Brennan, who was the Obama head of the CIA, that guy is—I can't say it politely. Let me just go back and remind you that he he voted for the communist pr- uh, presidential candidate in the U.S. the 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 communist candidate when he was younger. However, he got to the head of the CIA is beyond belief. But he is now a commentator, a paid commentator for CNN. And he hates Trump, along with the rest of them. There is a very sound theory that the gang that's involved in trying to out Trump is so incredibly determined to do so, and will stop at nothing to do so, for the simple reason that they didn't expect him to win. They expected Hillary to win, and every string that they pulled in her favour, of which there were many, would would have gone unnoticed and never been uncovered. They could be facing charges, any number of them, as time goes by.
0: Yeah, I mean it's a, at the end of the day, it's a murky it was a murky old business, obviously, one way or another. And I think we're pretty much all agreed it's probably not the way you should have an election. Whatever really happened. Aren't we? Can we start with there as a place of common ground and move forward? Probably not. Uh, ever been pepper sprayed? This guy has. So the
2: uh, police use of pepper spray on a drunk man, unjustified and unlawful, the IPCA says, but using eight police officers to wrestle him into a cell just moments beforehand was absolutely fine. So, you know, what are they trying to say to us? Uh, yeah, Don't use the pepper spray. Get another eight guys to pile back in on top of this guy again. Oh, eight hundred eighty ten eighty is the number to phone. Hello, Gary.
3: Oh, how are you? Um... Shop in the main street of Leven, southernly. Um, I had to stay in the shop two, or three nights a week to protect the clothing in the shop. One night, or well, most of the, they used to pick up rocks from the railway line. The shops behind us on the right-hand side, and smash your back window. And then one night they couldn't get into a car, dealer's, um, uh shop, so they smashed seven car windows, and then. Um, a police officer pulled up outside the shop one night and said, you're not allowed to park your car on the footpath. It was a wide footpath. And I actually said to her, look, you're illegally parked too. you're parked on 400 yards of orange dotted lines. And, of course, she got annoyed with me. So I said to her, look, I'll shift my car and do what you're telling me. So every time I tried to get into my car, she kept blocking me to get into the car. She kept chasing me around the car. Then she pepper sprayed me i felt i was going to crash to the footpath that's the effect of pepper spray then she came charging towards me and i didn't know what was going to happen so i actually punched her to protect myself
0: crikey um just wonder if could have avoided getting in that situation altogether that'd be better probably Whew. all right heavy duty start to the podcast let's lighten the load by talking all this statue nonsense
4: much of it will be funded by council, the very same council that just handed us all a big fuel tax. How much will be funded by EWI? And more to the point, is pouring this much money into a statue the right place for these funds? You only need to drive through the Ōraki area to see the pockets of state housing, the diversity of the living standards, the struggle for many Māori in the in that area of Auckland alone. We are acutely aware of our stats in this country for Māori in regards poverty-based illnesses, housing inequality, abuse, socioeconomic deprivation and so on. I just wonder whether if money's going to be put aside to promote nationhood and Maori culture, it may be better spent actually going to the people who really need it. And how is it the council can easily drum up a million dollars for a design phase of a statue and hand that money out unilaterally without any consultation, yet run a city which is full of families unable to heat their homes, afford healthy food, visit the doctor, or buy warm clothes? Our Prime Minister in her five days at Waitangi this year went to great lengths to point out the disturbing overrepresentation of Māori in many of our statistics regarding poverty, health, smoking, incarceration, home ownership. She said we needed to tackle these areas and start addressing the inequality. Are we doing that? Have we made any progress yet? I think it makes more sense to start seeing some gains in those areas, start helping those at the coalface, laying the foundations, education and groundwork needed to bring about real and positive change. And perhaps then, and only then, we could look at building a really big statue.
0: Okay, so Kate, not such a statue fan. Uh, Marcus, I mean, he was talking about it the night before as well. Uh, I think he's been musing over it. Let's see if he's he's come round to the idea yet.
3: Do you have a producer? Yes. He's in the bottom of the south.
0: It's a woman.
2: She's in Auckland.
3: She's in Auckland. So it's just you down there in the studio? Yes. You'd get a bit lonely, wouldn't you?
2: No. State of, mind. State of mind, though. Never never felt more loved or more comfortable with others.
3: That's, that, that's why you want the callers and not the texters, eh? Because you want people to talk to. You.
2: I've got a swipe card delete. Well, of course, when I first started, it was always talk back. It was never text back. I always thought texting cannibalises your audience, but you've got yeah. to realise some people are in bed yeah. and they've got to get yeah. up and go across the room for the f- – these are all very good questions, Dominic, or and I've always liked the chance to do that. So, so And some people would be too That's... nervous to call. I mean, I've only called well, Talkback twice and well, once that was called. People get calling very s-
3: nervous. People get yeah. very nervous. Well, I was just talking to my partner and I go, do you get nervous if you call the radio? She says, I haven't,
2: but I would. Yeah, I would. I've called twice, once on the mid door and once call? I called. Pardon? Who do you call? Oh, it's a,
3: uh, Have you called Talkback?
2: Yeah, twice. I was staying in Debrett's hotel, and um, and I heard I don't know why, but I was checking the hotel for the alarm, and uh, I turned the radio on. They said someone, this woman, had died, and I said, and I rang and said, oh well, I used to I used to talk to her often and enjoyed that woman. Um, okay. And then the ne- and then the next per- person that rang up was the woman that I'd thought had died, and she hadn't died at all.
3: What do, you mean she, what do you mean you thought she'd died, but you had not died at all?
2: Well, they said, such and such, Sarah, what's her name, has died. So I rang up and said, oh, that's sad to hear that Sarah's died because Sarah was good, such good value. And the next person that rang was the Sarah that I thought that had died. <laughs> so it was a complete fail for me. And then,
3: okay, Last question. I think you're already going to mention it, but um, what, what if someone knocks on the door? You have a swipe card.
2: Who would knock on the? door? I'm on, I'm on the second level, but there's never we never do guests.
0: Okay, so that was wasn't so much statue talk there. It was mostly Marcus talk. It was just a guy wanting a whole getting a whole lot of questions about Marcus's life off his chest. That's good stuff. Peel back the curtain. That's what these podcasts are about. Um, they're also about uh, the issues of the day. And one of the issues of yesterday was Netflix taking a tumble. Uh, they were going for 6 million subscribers just to tick over 5 million, unfortunately, for them.
2: So was Netflix too confident, Bill? What's going on? So they brought on less subscribers than what they forecast.
3: Yeah, they've got 5.2 million new subscribers in the quarter instead of 6.2 million. That's, um, to put that in perspective, that's um, around about 4% of the total. So they're on 130 million in total already. So they, so they went up 4% instead of going up 5%, which... In anybody's book, it's a fabulously good result, but it's just not as good as Netflix let the analysts, the market analysts, and their investors believe they might achieve during that same period. And um, the investors, being you know rather a um, unsentimental bunch, wiped 25 billion off the price of the company. and <laughs> The shares went down mm. 14%. Um, and it's really because they were they were expecting explosive, exponential growth. And um, the growth is still explosive, but it's just not quite as massive as um, was was
0: expected. Yeah, um, that's me, old mate Bill Bennett there. I hope to catch up with him tonight at the launch of a flash new Oppo phone. He might be there. Why not? I don't know run into these people from time to time. That's neither here nor there. Uh, the point is, uh, why did Netflix say six million? Sure, is five million not enough? Why don't they just say five million? And then they got more than five million and everybody would have been happy. I don't understand how these things work. I am Glenn Zedby. Uh, overconfident, you see. Yeah, I'm, I've never suffered from that problem. I've always been underconfident. That's how I got to where I am today, in this room by myself in the middle of the night, talking to a um, computer i'm glenn zb uh, that has been news talk zb and that's what that is and i'll see you back here again with more talking into the computer tomorrow